Welcome and greetings, career-minded superstars. You are listening to the exclusive Career Coach, your podcast for all things career. And I'm Lisa Edwards, the indispensable career coach for superstars just like you. Now let's dig into this week's topic, shall we? Greetings. Happy New Year, you guys. This is the first podcast I've recorded in 2020, and I have to say, A, the two weeks off while my family was in town was great. I enjoyed it, and I caught up on a lot of my podcast listening and uh, was inspired by that. But but B, I missed you guys, and I missed talking to you, and I spent a fair amount of time while I was doing other things thinking about kind of taking this podcast to the next level in 2020. So as evidenced in this episode that I'm going to show you today, I'm going to start giving you when appropriate handouts and the, the, the URL to get that handout will always be in the show notes, but it'll be something to kind of add to the podcast, right? So sort of taking it up another notch. And uh, so that's something to look forward to, I hope. Also, as always, guys, rate, review, and subscribe. Tell your friends about this podcast. As you will hear as I talk today, one of my goals is, is a pretty lofty one around the number of downloads I want on this podcast every every week, every episode. So to do that, I need you guys' help. So hook me up as I am hooking you up with great content. All right, so today's topic, episode 109, is planning for a successful 2020. And what I didn't want to do was kind of the same old, same old goal setting thing, right? Because I don't know about you, but I'm kind of blue in the face with all of the goal setting content that's coming out on social media. And I also think that a lot of that is focused on goal setting rather than goal achievement. So I kind of want to come at this from a different angle for you guys and hopefully maybe in a way that resonates a little bit more with you. And I want to talk about really what to do, what you should be doing, and what you should be thinking in 2020. We're going to, th- we're going to look at the doing aspect so that you can look back on December 31st of 2020. I want you to be able to look back on this year and consider it a resounding success. And so what are those things that you need to be doing or not doing in order to make that happen? And then we're also going to think about, we're going to talk about what do you need to think in order to do the things that you need to do so that, again, on December 31st of 2021, if 2020, you will consider this a resounding success. I'm going to recommend some exercises for you to complete, and you can certainly think about these exercises. I do, however, think there's something very valuable about writing things down and seeing them in print. So again, if you check the show notes out, there'll be a URL, you can grab the the handout. It's also something that you could just do on your own if you want to, so you don't have to have the handout. So let's start this by setting the stage. So if you're gonna set yourself up for success in 2020, the first step has got to be defining success for yourself. So I wanna, again, step away from the idea of a goal, which has, you know, it's specific and measurable and are, you know, realistic and time sensitive and all those things. I wanna kind of make this a little bit more user-friendly for you guys. So I want you to begin by thinking about what success looks like for you in these areas that we're going to talk about. Now, not success as defined by a significant other, a parent, a friend, a child, anyone else other than you. I want you to think about what success would look like. So again, we are looking from the perspective of December 31st, 2020. We're looking back on the year and in these areas of our life, did we achieve the success markers that we set for ourselves? 
And the framework that I'm using for this is the Bagua map. And so B-A-G-U-A. If you've never seen the Bagua map, you can Google it. You'll see lots of examples there, but it's tied into the concept of feng shui in a way that I quite honestly don't really understand. But this is not about feng shui in terms of your home. It's a feng shui kind of in terms of your life. So the categories that we're going to look at today are wealth, first of all. Now that incorporates kind of prosperity financial kinds of things. Second one is fame, which is really your reputation. So don't think of fame in a negative sense at all, but really your your professional and personal reputation. The next one is relationships, which is your love life, your meaningful, significant relationship with a significant other. The next one is family, which is community and can also include friendships. So this is this is the uh, this is your family the, of origin, your blood relations. It can also be the community in which you live or work, and it can be your friendships. The next one is health. The next one is creativity, which is really about joy and inspiration. So don't think of creativity in a narrow artistic sense, but really where do you get your joy and your inspiration from? The next one is wisdom, which has to do with self-improvement, so bettering yourself. The next one is career, which is your purpose on this earth, the divinely inspired reason for you to be here. And then finally, helpful people, which can incorporate people who are partnering with you, who are providing a service, who are helping you to accomplish something, who create synchronicity with you. It can also incorporate travel. So those are the categories. Now, as we set out our success markers for 2020, I do not recommend that you try to do a success marker for each of these nine areas, especially if this is not something you've ever done before. Even I've done a lot of goal setting and I've done a lot of, of this kind of work and I didn't set a success marker for each of these nine areas. I think I maybe picked six areas or something like that. So I want you to pick two or three of these areas that really speak to you and I want you to think about what success would look like in that area. And I'm going to give you some examples. I want to caution you at the outset that as you think about what do I want these success markers to be, I want you to pick attainable success markers. Because if you shoot too high, you are, of, of course, it's going to be less likely that you're going to achieve that. But what I really want you to do is think of this as a muscle. You're going to be developing a muscle where you have your own back and you depend on yourself. You know that when I say I'm going to do something, I do it. And that takes a while, especially if you have been someone who hasn't gone followed through with your goals. You haven't followed through with things you said you wanted in your life in the past. We need to really build that muscle. And the way to do that is to start with something manageable, something fairly easy to attain that does stretch you. I don't want it to be so easy that it's kind of boring. But it doesn't stretch you to the point of frustration. All right, so here are some examples. So if you, for example, if one of the areas that you wanted to choose a success marker for was wealth, then you might decide that success would be like a certain income level, right? You either want a new job or you want to get a promotion at your current job. If you're like me, self-employed, you're deciding how much money you want your business to bring in. You might also choose to do something with your money that will generate wealth. So maybe you have a certain kind of investment that you want to do, or you want to rearrange things in your life so that more of the money that you make stays with you, whether that's through tax shelters or, you know, some of the expenses in your life reducing those, whatever it might be. 
So my success marker for wealth in 2020 is a certain income level. So I picked a number for my business and kind of FYI, I've broken that down into what does that mean every month and even every week in order to achieve that. All right. So if fame, the next one is your one of your markers, then you might decide to start a blog, write a book. Join a committee or an activity at work that's going to get you kind of out there exposed to more people on a broader scope than just your department. Maybe you want to speak. Maybe there's a, a conference coming up and you want to be a presenter at that conference. Or there's a kind of a, um, a carrot out there about a certain level of recognition for your, for your business, like you're a million dollar salesperson in real estate or something like that. And that's the, that's the kind of fame that you want. So my success marker for fame in 2020 is to have 10,000 downloads per episode of my podcast, right? So that's a pretty big jump for me. That one's a, that's probably of all of my success markers for 2020. That's probably the biggest one. So if you choose relationship, then you maybe want to meet the love of your life. Maybe you want to improve a relationship that you're currently in. Maybe you want to get married or at least set a date to get married. My success marker for relationship in 2020 is to meet my significant other. And I've given him a name. Um, my friends know this so well that they speak about him like he's real. His name is Andy. And uh, I have really manifested him in every way except the physical form. Um, and I talk about him as if he's real because he is. He's just not here yet. But uh, that's my success marker is that I'm going to meet and begin my, my life with Andy. So if family is one of the ones that you choose, you might, maybe you want to have a baby uh, or at least get pregnant. Maybe you want to mend a relationship or strengthen a relationship with a family member. Maybe you want to create some kind of a community with your friends. Like this could be, you know, a, a community of single people. It could be a community based around the profession that you're in. It could be a, a community based around your physical community that you live in. So this can be really any of those kind of relationships, friendships, geographic closeness, or blood relations. For health, you might want to address a certain health issue that's been kind of bothering you, plaguing you. Maybe you have a certain weight goal you'd like to reach. You want to start a certain type of exercise like yoga. So I have a couple of success markers for this one. Um, I am going to get the help that I need from, I have some back issues and some neck issues right now because of a, a fall that I took recently. And then I'm also going to reach my goal weight in 2020. For creativity, Maybe you start or expand an activity that brings you joy and inspiration, right? So I have a friend here in town who got for Christmas a whole bunch of art supplies, and she used to do a lot of art, stained glass, painting, uh, all kinds of things like that, and she's kind of gotten away from that. So she's planning on getting back to that, and that really brings her that joy and inspiration that then carries over into other areas of her life. So it doesn't have to be something artistic. It's whatever, again, brings you joy and kind of inspires you. And if it happens to inspire you somehow in your work, then so much the better. For wisdom, what is one kind of self-improvement activity that you could engage in? Do you want to finish a degree, start a, a master's or a PhD? Is there a certification or a credential maybe you want to pursue? So my success marker for wisdom in 2020 is I have rejoined the coaching program that I've spoken about on this podcast before through Brooke Castillo and the Life Coach School. It's called Self-Coaching Scholars. 
and they've re so I went through that program which is a year-long program and I went through it for a whole year and then I stopped um, I don't know when I stopped it's been over a year ago I think but they've retooled it to have self-coaching scholars 2.0 and it, they've added some really great features at no additional price it's really amazing and so my goal around that is to now that i've joined it and i've you know paid the money is that i will be fully engaged in all of the the live coaching calls as many as i possibly can i will do the workbooks i will get the one-on-one -on -one coaching that's offered to me so i'm going to kind of be all in with self-coaching scholars for the career category, is there a shift that you want to take place? Either maybe the company that you work for, you want to change companies, or maybe you want to change the kind of work that you're doing. Do you want to seek a promotion at your current employer? Do you want to seek the help of a career coach like me to kind of make some important decisions about where you want to go with your career? The next category is helpful people. So for helpful people, is there someone you need to meet? And I don't necessarily mean the name of a person it could be that but it also could be i need to meet someone who can do this or who knows this or who has access to this is there maybe a place you want to travel to is there a collaboration that you want to cultivate so whether that's at work or in you know in your home maybe you want to collaborate a cultivation to start a business is there a colleague at work that you would like to get to know better that you think there's some synergy there if you got to know that person better my success marker for this category in 2020 is actually a nod to a significant travel plan that I have for 2021. So I'm kind of setting the stage in 2020 to actually do the travel in 2021. All right, so those are, that's the kind of setting the stage piece, right? So determining what success looks like, which categories do I want to tackle in 2020, and what are those specific success markers in those categories? The next step is the thinking piece, right? So for each success marker that you pick, you want to determine a thought that you can practice thinking to set your brain up for success. Now, I've talked about this so many times on this podcast that it all has to do with how you think. And our brains are very efficient at doing what they do. They like repetition. So whatever it is you've been telling yourself relative to these success markers is what you believe currently. I can never get a promotion. I, I'll never lose those, those last 20 pounds. Whatever it is you've told yourself. So you're not currently a person who believes the thought that you wrote down. And the way that I know that is that if you believed that you could lose the last 20 pounds, you would have already lost the tw last 20 pounds. If I believed that I could lose the last pounds and get to my ideal weight, I would have already done it. So I know that I don't quite yet believe it. So my brain's become very efficient at thinking, you know, whatever I've been thinking relative to my weight or relative to my income level. And so your job now is to retrain your brain to think the new thing, which takes practice, right? You're not going to say it one time, think it one time, and then you're done. And all of a sudden your brain is like, oh, this is amazing. Let's think this always. You've got to practice it so that your brain becomes efficient at thinking the new thing. So here's some examples to kind of get you thinking about what you might want to be thinking. So if, it, if the wealth one was the one that you chose, you could, for example, practice thinking, I am a person who earns, fill in the amount of money that you want to earn. You could, for fame, you could say, I am a successful blogger. And just practice thinking that. And I mean feeling it, not just saying the words. This is very different than an affirmation. This is 
you believing this or allowing yourself to believe it. So with the I am a successful blogger, if you're like, I don't think I can't get on board with that one. Maybe you start with, I could be a successful blogger. It is possible. You could think people like me have become successful bloggers. Whatever you have to start with in terms of a baby step to get you to the thought, I am a successful blogger. For relationships, so I'm thinking Andy and I will find each other in 2020. We're going we're gonna to come together in 2020. We're going to meet. For a career, you could think, I will get a new job as a, whatever the job title is, if you know it, by such and such a date. So by June 30th of 2020, I will have a new job as a um, manager of whatever it is. So as I said, it's really important in this step to be aware of what you're currently thinking so that you can gently correct yourself as you practice believing the new thought. So as you begin the new thought, it will still be weaker than the old thought that you've practiced for so long. And you want to shift that balance, right? We're not making the old thought go away because that's a neural pathway in your brain. It actually has changed your brain. What we want to kind of do is override it with the new thought. So when you catch yourself thinking the old thought, so let's say the old thought is, I'll never make more than $50,000. Then you want to gently correct your brain with something like, I will earn $75,000 by the end of 2020. Now those, are, those numbers are very arbitrary, understand me. But it's just becoming aware because here's what you want to be careful about. You don't want to beat yourself up for thinking the old thought. Now that you recognize it's an old thought that does not serve you, if you beat yourself up for thinking, I'll never make more than $50,000, well, you're beating yourself up for the thought, I'll never make more than $50,000. And now you're going to beat yourself up again for thinking the thought, right? So there's no upside in, in the beating up. Just be gentle, like, oh, that's that old thought. Hi, old thought. How you doing? I don't need you anymore. I will be someone who earns $75,000 by the end of 2020. And maybe your number is $750,000. It works exactly the same no matter what the numbers are, no matter what the success markers are. So when you catch your brain telling you that you have no business trying to blog, right? So, you know, you're, you're wanting to be a successful blogger and your brain's like, you know what you're doing. You just want to gently correct that thought with something like, I am capable of learning how to become a successful blogger. Here's the thing. When I started this podcast, so, and I've, I've shared this on the, on the podcast before, I, I have a little bit of a Rain Man syndrome in that I was convinced that podcasting cost $5,000, much like, you know, Rain Man, he thought underwear and televisions cost the same amount of money. So once I actually did the homework and realized that this was something I could do, then I just told myself that I could do it, right? So now I knew how much it would cost. So then I found a, a site online where I could get a review of the equipment that I needed, which was basically headset and a, and a microphone. And a lot of other stuff was just trial and error learning, you know, finding audacity so that I could record them and what podcast hosting did I want to use. So I found a site that kind of compared those, you know, pay my money, get my subscription, and then just a lot of trial and error. But at no point was I continuing to tell myself, 
either that it was too expensive to podcast or that I didn't know how to podcast, right? So there's an old saying, bigger dummies than you, right? I figure there are bigger dummies than me that knew how to podcast. I've listened to some podcasts out there and I know those people are not as smart as I am. So I was convinced I could do this. I don't know how, but I knew that I could. And so that was the thought in my head. I can figure this out, whatever it is. I can figure out how to fix this problem or I know who can help me and help me to know how to do this thing over here that I don't know how to do. All right, so that's the thinking piece, super important, because here's the thing, and I kind of alluded to this earlier, if you're not doing the things that you want to be doing in your life, it is because you're not thinking the things that will get you there. I promise you this is the truth. So you can say all day long, I want to lose, you know, 20 pounds. I can tell that you're not thinking that thought. You don't truly believe that thought because you haven't lost it yet. So really make sure that you clean up that thinking piece. And so then the next piece is the doing piece. So you've selected two to three areas from the Bagua map and you've determined what your success markers are for each area. Now it's time to make it happen. So we want to write out the following for each of the categories or you can go to the worksheet that I've given you in the in the show notes. So the first thing you're going to do is have your category. So let's just say your category is career. Then the next one you're going to write down your success marker and maybe it's get a new job with a different company. Then what is one thing you need to start doing to achieve success in that area? Start doing. So maybe what you need to start doing is I'm going to set aside four hours a week for job search activity. I'm working full time, but I feel confident that I can devote four hours in the evenings and on the weekends to my job search. And then what I need to stop doing maybe is complaining about my current job. So maybe I have gotten in the habit whenever I'm out to lunch with friends, family, anybody who'll listen, I am in full on bitch mode about my current employer. I hate my boss. I hate my coworkers, whatever it is. Here's the thing. The reason you want to stop doing that is because that energy carries over into looking for a new job. That's the wrong energy to go into a new job with. You don't have to hate your current job to look for a new job. And you're better off if you don't hate your new job, your old job and looking for a new job. The next step in the doing process then is to calendar the things, right? So if we've said we're going to spend four hours a week on job search activities, then you want to find four hours that you feel confident that you can consistently commit to in your job search. So you're going to mark those off in your calendar. And then the next step would be determine how you're going to parse out those four hours. And if you don't know how to do that, if all you know how to do is look at job boards, please, please, please reach out to someone like me or go back to some of the old podcasts that I've put out about job search and find kind of how to execute an active, a proactive job search strategy. Um, so, so again, step one is what is it I need to start doing? What is it I need to stop doing? And then in terms of those things, you want to calendar those in, set outside, set aside time to do them, and then also get very granular about what the specific activities are. So what are the steps that I need to take, right? And so they, they, and they need to start right at the beginning. So if you don't know how to execute a job search, then step one, after you've marked off this time to do a job search is, well, I think I need a career coach or I need... I'm going to find out which podcasts of the exclusive career coach apply specifically to active job search strategies. And I'm going to listen to them on Saturday at two o'clock in the afternoon. All right. I want you to be that specific with this. This is how these success markers go from being wishes to being actual things that you do. Right. Okay. 
So I hope I've given you a different way of looking at goal setting. Maybe it's a more, uh, seems more tangible for you, maybe a little bit more achievable. A final word, and I've said this at the outset, but if this is something you haven't done before, start small, start with easily attainable success markers. Not things that are too easy because those won't, you won't have the motivation for that, I don't believe. And, and I'll give you a perfect example with this. I um, was doing the work at the end of 2019 to decide what my financial goals were going to be for my business in 2020. And I used a formula that made a whole lot of sense, but then the end of it was that I just didn't feel, that number didn't excite me, right? It didn't, it didn't feel like enough of a challenge. Like I didn't feel, it just didn't sit right with me. And so I, I met with my mastermind group and I rejigged the numbers and I came up with a number that is still attainable, more of a stretch by about 25% more but it feels good. It feels exciting. And I'm, I'm excited to execute on that. So again, enough of a stretch, just like when you work out, right? You don't want it to be something that's so easy that it's not building muscle, but at the same time, you don't want to injure yourself or damage yourself in the exercise. So as I said at the, at the outset, this does two things for you. This increases the chance of success, which is what you absolutely want. And it also helps you build your relationship with yourself. Because if you've been in the habit of not following through on goals, not doing the things that you say you want to do, you have lost kind of trust in yourself. Your relationship with yourself has been damaged. And this is a great way to kind of rebuild that relationship. If you think about someone besides yourself, uh, a friend. And if you had a friend who consistently said to you, here's what I'll do for you, here's what I'm going to do, and they never do it, you would either no longer be friends with that person or you would really keep them at arm's length. Well, you've kind of done the same thing with yourself if you've continued to let yourself down. So this is really a chance to rebuild that relationship. So as I mentioned, I've included a link to the worksheet in the show notes so that you can download that if you want help with the process. As always, you can reach out to me. So if you are ready to take this to the next level and schedule a one-on-one -on -one call with me, we're going to look at where are you now in your career or in your job search? Where do you want to be? What are the steps you've already taken to get there? Where are the gaps? And I'm going to give a prescription to you. And that prescription may very well include working one-on-one -on -one with me. So I will tell you what that looks like. Um, but there is no obligation for that call. It's a 45-minute one-on-one consult with me. And the link to my calendar is in the show notes. I want to help you. I have many of you have reached out to me and I love it. So please, if now is the right time for you to take this work deeper and work one-on-one -on -one with somebody, reach out and let me know. And as always, check me out on social media. You know all the deets. Do it, guys. And rate, review, and subscribe. I'll see you next week. Take care. You've been listening to the Exclusive Career Coach with Lisa Edwards, CEO of Exclusive Career Coaching. It would be great if you would rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast. Also, I want to be your career coach. So be sure to ask questions about your career management challenges and job search situation. Until next time.